happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Of course, I am recording this on a Friday, but happy Wednesday since you are listening to this on a Wednesday. Welcome back to the Content and Cafecito podcast. I am your host, Kathy Keaton, and y'all, it has been a week. And I guess that should be maybe part of my intro now because it's always been a week. (laughs) But I can't even, I can't even, I cannot even lie. Like this past couple of weeks has not been bad because I feel like now we're getting in September, into September, we're getting into like the fall vibes and I am here for it. And I never would have thought that I would have said that in my life because if you know me, then you know that I'm like a summer girl and I love the heat, but this heat this summer, oof, you know that I am a New Yorker. So there's something different about New York heat. Like, you know what I'm talking about? If anybody is from New York or you've been to New York, you know the difference between like New York heat and like like the tropics heat like I straight up felt like I was in an air fryer like it was disgusting it was horrible but I'm so glad that it's cooling off now it's getting kind of chilly I kind of like it like I really like it I like not having to like like leave my AC on all day I like having like the windows open like there's just the breeze coming through I love it I love it I love it I love it so if you are feeling the summer and you're missing it, let me know. But if you are ready for the fall, then let me know also. Because another thing that I'm ready for the fall is I'm ready for all the fall recipes, okay? I'm ready for the fall coffees, like the mochas and the pumpkin. I'm not like a super obsessed like pumpkin person, but these pumpkin spice recipes at Starbucks have been hitting, okay? Now, um, I stuck to my matcha latte today, Um but I had tried one yesterday, I believe it was, I believe it was yesterday because my sis put me on, I believe it was yesterday and she had told me to add like toffee nut to a pumpkin cold brew. Ooh, it was hitting. It was everything. So I am still waiting for y'all to drop your Starbucks and Dunkin' recipes. Like I'm ready for y'all to drop your pumpkin recipes and not even only pumpkin, like drop your fall recipes. Let me know. Um, what you think and let me know what your favorites are because I'm ready to try new things. Okay. We're ready to rack up these points. We are ready to claim our rewards. We're ready to redeem. Like we're ready. We're ready to give Starbucks all of our money (laughs) this fall. Um, but yeah, like I, um, wanted to get into this topic today because I've been seeing it like obviously from the title of this podcast that you saw you know what it's about right followers not equaling clients um because I saw this crazy story and it's actually not a new story it's an older story but I saw this crazy story um online that I saw from another creator and she had she was talking about it and like analyzing it and I wanted to share share it with you guys because it was really like important so before I get into it I'm hi, I've always been the type of person that because I build my business on social media, I really don't give a crap about followers, right? I was never that person. Even when I was in the MLM and they were just stressing followers, stressing followers, I never cared about that because I always feel like I'd rather have an audience of a hundred like loyal people than have an audience of like a hundred million fakes. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't care. 
even if I'm just um, online just to like influence other people, I want to be able to like connect with people online. Like that's my purpose. And even running a business online, I have a service-based business. So I am constantly speaking to people, constantly building relationships and growing a community, like a very close community. And I, I can't just like care about the amount of people that I'm talking to, you know, like I care about the value of the person that I'm speaking to. So I've always said this, whenever I am teaching my clients or whatever content that you, um, you get from my page, the free content that you get from my Instagram page, I'm always stressing to people that followers do not equal sales. Followers do not equal clients. You should never like focus on the amount of followers you have because and and even if I like check my insights at the end of the week and I lost followers I'm like yes celebrate that celebrate losing followers and I only say that because you have to celebrate losing followers because that means that they weren't meant for your content that means that they weren't meant for your services or your products or whatever you have as, as your brand or your business and that it's saving space for somebody else who is that means that if they're getting off of your page, that means that your page is is most likely going to be reached by somebody else. And hopefully that would be your target client. I always had that mentality because I never was just like, oh, my God, all these people unfollow me. Be like, I don't care. Unfollow me. OK, bye. <laughs> if you're not resonating with what I have to say, then unfollow because I do the same thing. Listen, if I am scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and I don't like something that somebody posted, I'm going to I'm going to unfollow them. It is what it is. If I don't resonate with someone's content, if I don't, whether we're friends or not, if I don't resonate with your content, I'm not following you online. And it's no hard feelings, but it's just I'm not resonating with you. So I think losing a follower is actually a really good thing. And it's good because that means that your content is hitting the right people. Obviously, it's going to be coupled with like engagement and, um, and people that are actually like interacting on your posts and stuff. We can get into that in another episode. But in terms of followers, that's exactly like my take on it. And I want to know what you guys think. Like, what is your take on followers? Has your thoughts about followers changed? Because listen, with all of these like ghost followers and like bots and people just like caring about numbers, like it's crazy. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring up this story because I found it really cr like crazy. It wasn't like surprising to me because honestly, there's very little in this world that surprises me anymore, but it was just crazy. So the references that I have at, um, before I uh, get into it, the references that I have is the dailymail.com. So this story is legit. It was a story from, uh, let me see, I... I don't know why it has the date of where when I printed it, but this is a story, okay, from May 2019, right? So this story is about um, a YouTuber. She's a YouTuber and an influencer. Her name was um, Ariana Renee. She goes by Ari on Instagram and YouTube. Um, it says that she first rose to fame on the Musical.ly app. This was like the app um that we had before tiktok and i apologize if you hear um the wind in the back that's how crazy the wind is in new york isn't that crazy <laughs> but yeah she first rose to fame on the musically app the app the of the that we had before tiktok and um she's just like an influencer on instagram you know she posts pictures of herself like really cute selfies and outfit photos and all of that um 
So in eight, uh, in 2009, she was 18. So right now she'll be 22. But yeah, this was back when she was 18. And she had racked 3 million followers. So if any of you like can see that from the outside in, like 3 million followers, you're like, dang, like she's, she's doing good, right? Um, but yeah, so she had built herself up to that huge audience. You know, she was always um, posting um, her selfies and stuff like that. And I guess people really just liked the way she looked or whatever. And so, and so they would interact with her content. So she has a personal brand, right? So she had this personal brand and she's from Miami, Florida. And, oh, I forgot to mention, she not only had 3 million followers on Instagram, she had um, almost, honestly, almost a million followers on YouTube. So she was doing really well, really, really, really well, right? So she wanted to launch um, a clothing line. And this is really common for influencers who obviously like the more, if you don't know this, um, the more um, influence that you gain online and the more traction that your content gains online, um, the more um, monetization opportunities will come your way, right? So the she'll, she obviously can be open to like brand partnerships or, or um, um, YouTube sponsorships, like YouTube will obviously after a hundred thousand, um, subscribers on YouTube, she must've gotten like money from YouTube because they must, they, they pay you for your videos, especially if, um, people on YouTube are watching her content, YouTube is going to start paying her. So a lot of influencers do that, right? A lot of influencers, when they reach a certain status online, they want to expand their brand, which is which is bomb like I eventually want to expand my brand too so she wanted to sell she wanted to launch a clothing line called era it's called era era right and so the first drop that she had she wanted it to be like a limited release which some um some influencers do I'm gonna get into like um the do's and don'ts of like what you shouldn't do um after this but I just want to go over the details with you so Initially, when she was going to launch her t-shirt brand, I'm just looking at my notes here so I don't get anything wrong. So in order to prove that her um, her brand and her clothing line was in demand and to get a wider release, she needed to make 36 sales, right? And you would think, like, obviously, this is a girl, she is a millennial, maybe she's not, no, she's Gen Z, but whatever, she's young. She reaches a young audience. She has 3 million people that follow her on Instagram and almost a million people on YouTube that follow her. Um, and all she needs to sell is 36 pieces of clothing, 36 t-shirts. That's it. Because she was just selling t-shirts, I believe, um, at first. That's it. You would think like, okay, like that's light work. Like, of course you could sell 36. That's not even like 0.1% of who, of the P of her audience. So she didn't. So the thing is, the brand obviously gave her a deadline, right? I believe it was, let me actually look to see how long they gave her to sell it. Okay, so it says it was 36 pieces. Okay, so it looks like the brand had given her some time because she did say that she, you know, 
had a photo shoot for her brand, obviously for like promo. Um, she planned it weeks ahead. She gathered some models, um, some friends who were like modeling her t-shirts for her. She had a photographer, a makeup artist, like she went all out for her, um, for her launch, right? So apparently she was like that she wasn't able to sell the 36 shirts. And that must be super, super, super disappointing. There are some quotes that she says here that I'm going to comment on as well. Um, that she had either told the Daily Mail directly or she just like, I guess she just, they just got it from her, um, from her social media. But that is freaking disappointing. Imagine having that many followers and only needing to sell, like doing all of the back work. Well, not all of the back work. We'll get into that in a minute. But from um, from like a surface level, she did all of the work necessary to do a good launch and couldn't sell 36 shirts. That's really sad. Really, really sad. Like I, I would be like, damn, like it might seem like she um, like she had failed. But I really want to get into the reasons why this was a failure. And this is obviously not to put her down. This is obviously not to like bash her or anything like that. But I really do think that her example can really show you as a listener and anyone as a business owner what it really takes to not only run a business. I felt like I sounded like Kim Kardashian right then. When I remember she was screaming at Courtney. <laughs> when you run a business, you can tell me how to run a business. <laughs> um, but I feel like her example and learning from this can really show you what to do and what not to do whenever you are trying to launch something or whenever you're trying to run your business online and why followers do not equal sales. So for one, um, let me get into the comments that she said, right? So she has, she said, in order for them to order and make my products, even to keep working with them, which is her vendor, I have to sell at least 36 pieces. Knowing I've become super irrelevant, I already knew it was going to be hard, but I was getting such good feedback that people loved it and were going to buy it. No one has kept their word. So now the company won't be able to send out the orders to people who actually bought stuff and it breaks my heart the people I thought who would support me really didn't nor did they share any of my posts all I asked for sounds uh b-word but like no shade to anyone I've supported everyone's music or whatever they've asked for my support on and I couldn't even get it in return she added that this is a wake-up call to work harder and it isn't the end of my brand just a minor setback okay so I have a few things to say about this so she's saying um I was getting such good feedback that people loved it and were gonna buy it that's the first thing. The first thing is if you do not have money, and this is how I always thought about business. If you do not have money in hand, people being interested in your offer means nothing. Not saying that you should quit on your offer, not saying that you should quit on your business or whatever thing that you're launching. But obviously having feedback from people means something because you're like, okay, people are liking it. If people don't like it enough to purchase it, then that doesn't count. And it just is what it is. People can keep their word like so many times. You know how many times a client has told me like, oh, yeah, I'm going to purchase it today. Oh, yes, I'm going to I'm going to um, I'm going to pay you today, whatever. And they don't. I don't have any hard feelings about it because at the end of the day, I have something that they need. But I wouldn't have been I, I can only imagine somebody who was in the position that they have a product 
that they're relying on somebody promising you that they're going to buy. That means that she wasn't really leveraging the amount of people on her platform. And it means that she wasn't really leveraging her audience. You know, like that means that those 2.6 million followers, that leads me into like the next thing, right? Sorry, I have a lot of thoughts on this. So (laughs) that leads me into the next thing. So she had, and this was actually a comment from one of her followers. One of her followers literally said, um, her page has no personality. So it's confusing what her brand is. And if you know me, you know that I stress on my um, on my Instagram page and also in my business in general that it is so important for you to have a brand that is identifiable because if people already know you as having no personality, I mean, I'm taking this person's comment with a grain of salt because obviously she had to have some type of personality if she has 2.6 million followers. I mean, she's not posting nudes. She's not half naked. She's not doing any of that. She's just posting selfies. And she has a lot of um, videos on YouTube. So she has to have some type of personality for her to get that many like people following her, you know, like, so I'm taking that with a grain of salt. But I do understand where it says that it's confusing what her brand is because I had I had went on her page and all you saw was selfies. All you saw was her taking selfies of herself and of her in different outfits. And it was very unclear what she was selling if she was selling anything you know like it was very weird if she would come out with a t-shirt brand I would be like okay well what is she what t-shirt because that leads me to another thing like yeah she wears a lot of cute outfits you know she wears a lot of things from um I believe this is pretty little thing and from Shein and stuff like that she wears a lot of cute things like that but I don't even see her in a t-shirt on her page. And that's another uh, comment that one of her uh, oop, one of her followers was making that she doesn't even wear her own product. So she wasn't even promoting it properly. There is no way that you're going to be able to sell something and somebody else and you're expecting for someone else to, to buy it if you're not even wearing it, if you're not even using it yourself. Like that's like if I would go on social media and I would talk so much about repurposing content and um, uh, tracking your insights and creating really valuable content. And I didn't. You wouldn't take me seriously. You'd be like, what is this talking about? (laughs) Like, what is it? Or if I would out of nowhere make a course or make a, a, a what you call it? a masterclass or some type of of group or something like that talking about, I don't know, talking about uh, health and wellness or talking about yoga. If I out of nowhere made something in regards to like yoga or something like that, you would not take me seriously. I I wouldn't expect anyone to buy it because I don't even talk about that on my page. I don't even do yoga. You know what I mean? So yes, if you want to separate yourself from the product that you're using, that's fine. You don't have to become the product. But you have to use it in order for people to trust you and to know that, okay, she used it and she's good and she's been talking about this for so long and this is part of her brand. Now I can trust it and now I know that, okay, I want to do it too. But the fact that she doesn't even promote it, even if you don't have a long time, like let's say the brand only gave her a month, right? Let's, I'm not the brand, I'm sorry. Let's say the vendor only gave her a month and the vendor was like, okay, in 30 days, um, we need to we need to start 
like production to see I'm giving you 36 samples. These are the amount that you have to sell before we go into like mass production and we wind up getting all of these t-shirts out. And let's say you have a few weeks to shoot some um, some content and, and, and promote your brand. That is more than enough time for you to be able to promote it correctly. And especially since you have such a large audience, you need to be talking about your upcoming um, launch like every single day. I went through this before on my Instagram, but only about 10% of your followers see your actual content. The only people who like consistently see it is if like you're added to their favorites or if they're getting notifications every time you post, which is another way that she could have leveraged out her platform. She could have been like, hey, I know I have a large platform on here, but I'm having something big soon that's launching and I really want you guys to be a part of it. So make sure you add me to your favorites. Make sure that you put on your post notifications because this is going to be big. I really want to involve you in this and I really know that you guys will love it. And then like ask your audience what they want. If you are a person that is always promoting like a because it looks like she wears a lot of two-piece sets and stuff too. So if you're always promoting two-piece sets or anything like that, or even if let's say you want to promote these t-shirts, a month, like while you're promoting the, like your, like or, like or like maybe teasing your launch, wear t-shirts or wear, wear your product. Don't say that this, that, that it is like, I can't even talk today. Don't even say that the t-shirt that you have on is what you're about to be selling. But hint at it right like maybe take a cute selfie in a t-shirt and maybe like blur out if there's like a logo on the or like a graphic on the t-shirt maybe blur it out or maybe cover it with a little emoji like oh guess what's coming soon or whatever like have something creative on your page and something that your followers are going to want to see that will get them excited so that they'll be ready to buy and start a pre-order if you want if you want to, maybe a week before the um, the deadline, maybe start a pre-order. Like, hey, pre-order this. Like, this is what the thing is going to look like. These are the sizes is going to come in. Like, start a pre-order. And that way you can feel out whether this is going to be successful or not. Granted, listen, we sometimes will do things and we'll realize, like, you know what? This is not working. Like, the fish are not biting. This is, like, I got to just toss this and think of something else. And that's fine. But to blame it on her friends or blame, blame, blame it on people that she thought, like, promised her that they were going to buy. Like, girl, no. You have two, you have three million followers. And all you needed was 36 people to buy it. And that just goes to show the power of marketing and the power of actually leveraging your platform and focusing on the people that are already there and not just focusing on getting more. There was another... Um, person on Twitter that wrote because you know Twitter is, is, is a, listen, Twitter is a dangerous place <laughs> Twitter is a dangerous place to be when you fail at something I'm just saying um they said making a t-shirt isn't launching a brand and the problem was that her product was not interesting or innovative so that shows that the people that are following her want something interesting and innovative so you have to listen to your audience that's another piece of advice that I can give you guys listen to your audience Poll your audience. Ask your audience what they want to see from you. Ask your audience what they want from you. And base your launch and your products on that. Don't just make up something out of thin air that you're not going to um, get any traction on because then you're going to be disappointed like this girl. 
It also says, and this one actually was very, like, very key. Several people said it's no wonder she didn't sell anything, pointing out that she posts a lot of photos of herself, but there's no brand or personality to her page. Like I said, I'm taking that like personality point with a grain of salt because there's absolute like Kim Kardashian. People say she doesn't have a personality, but I'm like, OK, then how does she have 11 million followers? Granted, she does post half naked, but still um, there has to be something that you resonate with when you're following someone. You know, like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, if you know that you want to define, like defining your brand takes more than just posting pictures of yourself because people are just going to be like, okay, whatever. If I was just posting selfies all day, people are like, okay, that's Kathy's selfie page, you know, but I define my brand. You have certain brand pillars that you have to define and you have, and like, yes, people know that I'm a content strategist, that I and like know the ins and outs of social media that I help people grow, scale and start their businesses. But they also know that I love my dog. They also know that I'm married. They also know that I'm a New Yorker. They know that I work um, nine to five in a hospital. They know all of that because that's part of my brand. So if I was coming out with um, a social media course, that's part of my brand. If I was coming out with something related to my dog, that's part of my brand. Or if I was coming out with like merch associated with this podcast, that's part of my brand. But if I was coming out like with something totally unrelated, like I mentioned earlier, like something yoga or something like that, that's not part of my brand. So it doesn't make sense. So people are going to have a really hard time trusting that. And they're going to have a really hard time buying from that. And that's why there's a variety of things that you'll see the minute that you come to my page. You're going to see pictures of my husband. You're going to see pictures of my dog. You're going to see my personality come out. And me being funny sometimes, me being sarcastic sometimes, like me being silly sometimes, like that's part of me. And that is when you'll get sales. I know you've heard this before because we've all heard this before, but people literally only buy from people that they know, like, and trust. That's it. People only buy from brands that they know, like, and trust. And if you are posting selfies 100 days out of the year and then the 101st day you all of a sudden post that you have T-shirts coming out, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. You have to lead people up to that. Because like I said, everybody doesn't see your content. Every, everyone doesn't see it, which is why you have to be active on your posts. You have to be active on your stories. She had 3 million followers and I'm not in this girl's bank account, but I'm sure that she has a team. Because when you go to her Instagram page, it shows you the, the, the management that she's part of. So she has a team. Anyone on her team could have delegated, could have been delegated that, you know? Another thing about that is that another Twitter person said, her photos and her captions are very dry. The captions don't tell me anything. It's just a bunch of generic phrases you might find on a bumper sticker and then zero hashtags. The tags are one of the simplest forms of marketing on Instagram, which is absolutely true. Absolutely. Instagram has become the new Google and so has TikTok. They've become the new Google. So whenever you're looking up something on Instagram, you can literally type it into the search bar and anyone that has a hashtag that's like, let's say you type in social media, social media, 
or social media content or social media tips, right? Let's say you type in the Instagram search bar, social media tips. Anyone that has social media tips in their name, in their bio, in their caption or in their hashtag is going to come up in your search results. So if she had, especially since her brand era, she made an actual Instagram page for her brand. So, and that's, a, that's I'm going to get into that next. But she should have been claiming that hashtag, hashtag era, hashtag t-shirts, hashtag whatever the vibe of her actual brand is, like hashtag casual wear. Something that will be a search engine or a search uh, find for someone. That's how you market on Instagram. So this person is absolutely correct. And then the bad part is that the captions of her photos don't say anything. And that's probably why people said that she had no personality because she wasn't speaking to her audience in her captions. She just thought that she could just post a cute picture. She'll get the likes because sometimes people just aimlessly like things when they scroll. They just see something pretty and like it. But she's not she's not interacting. She's not building a community. She's not building a relationship with her audience. And now the ba- it backfired on her and that's why she wasn't able to make those sales. Also, I mentioned that she made a Instagram page for her brand era. And I'm actually going to look it up. I'm going to see what it looks like because I actually didn't look this one up. So let me actually see what her brand looks like. Let's see if it's still active era. Let's see. Oh, let's see era. Era, is it era clothing? No, that's not it. I can't even find it. So I don't know if she deleted the page. I'm not sure. But it had no posts and very few. Oh, that's probably why she probably deleted it. But it has no posts and very few followers. Listen, the one thing that I did, especially when I made this um, content and Cafecito podcast um, Instagram page, I went to my uh, business page, the It's Me Kathy K page, and I followed everyone that I thought was going to benefit from this podcast. I followed them to make sure that they follow me back so they know that this podcast, first of all, so they know that this podcast is legit, that it's not just somebody being stupid, and also so they know that I that they know to listen to the episodes. There's absolute that means that she didn't market it at all. You're going to tell me that she created an entire, entire new Instagram page for her brand. And that had no followers. And she personally has 3 million. And I'm telling you, in one month, if she would have copied my content strategy (laughs) and my marketing strategy, in one month, her doing her pre-launch, her doing her promotional and all of that, if she would have followed all of my advice, And she would have promoted that new page. That new page will have thousands, if not million, a million followers already. Already. So that doesn't even make sense. And the fact that she had no posts on there either. So people are going to, that's going to pop up in people's feed and they're not even going to know who it belongs to. They might think it's a bot. They might think it's a ghost follower or somebody that just randomly made up a Instagram page, you know? So that doesn't even make sense. Because you can't expect people to even want to follow it. Somebody said, also said, because I'm just going to read some of the comments that I see on here also. One girl on Twitter said, girl, you never, you literally never promoted it. I looked on Instagram and your shop Instagram. 
Where are all the pics of you and your merch? And why is the design so generic? I know people didn't support, but if you don't even go hard for your own merch, why would they? And that made a lot of sense. Also, update. The Instagram page for the brand era has no posts at all and just 2,437 followers. Because some people just follow people to follow people. And that's just how Instagram works. Some people just follow to follow. But if people really trusted her and really wanted to follow this page and purchase the merch, there would be so much more than that. It will be 10 times that amount. So, oh, oh yeah, another person had made a... Um, made a comment that said if you can't imagine her wearing any of these why would her followers yeah like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense and this is actually this is like really 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 sad like what she's selling doesn't even come close to what she wears Uh, she didn't promote the brand as she should have she didn't even try to post it and she said she announced with one video and then not one single pick of her and her product and then said that she failed. So, I mean, obviously you can't say anything failed if it hasn't even been like a month or, or something, but that just doesn't even make sense. So I feel like we could learn like a lot from this story. Was there anything else that I had here? Oh yeah, no. But yeah, I feel like that sh- that we could learn a lot from this story because... I feel like the way that you market yourself on social media means a lot, right? And I'm going to get into this like specifically with like specific step-by-step marketing strategies in in a future episode. But what I really want to get down to is the fact of not to get caught on the numbers. Do not get caught on the numbers. Even if you come across somebody online that has thousands or millions of followers, followers don't mean anything. They don't mean anything at all because guess what? If Instagram crashes tomorrow, all of those followers go out the window because and and but the thing is, if you've built a community, then you'll be that much closer to the people that are are still there. You know, that it's going to be that much easier for you to build your Instagram back if it if it ever crashes or you ever get hacked or something like that. But followers don't mean anything, nothing. There are people out here that I know personally that have less than 10,000 followers and are making almost are making a million dollars, a million dollars a month. And there are people out there that are have hundreds of thousands of followers that are not even making close to that. So the number of followers doesn't mean anything. Don't allow the numbers on Instagram to consume you. Don't allow the numbers on Instagram to dictate whether your business is successful or not. Because it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, what matters is for you to cater to the audience that you currently have so that it can filter out the people that are not for you. And so that you can truly have a community on your space. And that's my aim. That's my goal. I love doing that. I love speaking to my ideal client and speaking to my client. Like if you come across my page, I want you to think that I'm talking to you. Like you are the only one there. Like I made this video just for you. And if you don't feel like that, then you don't have to be there. And that's, I have no hard feelings about that. I just don't want you to be there because then my content is not for you. That's what I'm trying to get at here. Everybody has a unique brand. Everyone has a unique business. 
it's up to you, if, especially if you want to monetize off of that and you want it to be your job, you want it to be that primary source of income, or if you already have um, a business and you want to expand your brand, it's very important that you market it correctly and it's important that you develop trust with the people that you have online. You can't just expect you having this huge number of followers for them all to buy your stuff. That just doesn't make sense. There's like a teasing phase. There's like a pre-launch phase. There's a pre-order phase. Like there's there's all of that stuff that you have to take into consideration because the way that the between the algorithm and between the amount of people online, you have to talk about something five to seven times in a row to someone before they even choose to choose to buy it. And that's that's if they trust you already. If they don't know, like or trust you, then they're not even going to want to buy it at all. It's going to take a lot longer. So my point is to make sure that when you are posting on Instagram that you're not worried about followers. If you want to turn your follower count or like count, not follower count because you can't do that, but your like count on your post off. I do that all the time. I turn my off my like on my post because I don't care. I don't care about the amount of people that like my post because I used to get caught up in that too. I was like that. I got caught up in the numbers all the time. And I was like, why did I post this? And I only got 10 likes. Who cares? A lot of the time people see your content and they don't even like it because they're lazy. <laughs> That's what it is. Because it happens to me too. I'm like, oh, I really like that. But I forgot to hit like. It happens. But I don't want you get a, to get caught up in that. I don't want you to get so absorbed in that that you equate followers with clients or you equate followers with sales or with your business being success, successful. What's the most important thing is that you create that valuable content, that content that hits the heart, and you define your brand. And if you want more information on this, you can absolutely DM me on Instagram. Um, you can comment on any of my posts or go to my main um, my main in- uh, business Instagram, which is It's Me Kathy K, um, which is going to be in the bio of the Content and Cafecito podcast. Um, yeah, my name is in the bio there. So you can always message me or you can just go and absorb my free content on my Instagram page because I talk a lot about this and I strongly believe in this. Like, not for nothing, <laughs> and I don't even think I've even said this before, but obviously you could see it if you're online. When I was in the MLM, I had around 3,500 followers when I left. And that was in December 2022. And now it is not, I'm sorry, December, 2021. And now it is September, 2022. And I think I, I haven't reached 4,000 yet. And I'm not stressed about it because people came and went and that's fine. Obviously a, a pivot in a business or bringing something new is going to turn some people off. It's going to turn some people on. It's going to bring more people and, and, and get rid of some people, but that's fine. I'm good. So listen, I'm not worried about it because I know that the people, cause I'm getting clients so I know that the people that are are truly here and truly want to know what I'm teaching are going to stay. And that's the point. So I hope that this episode hit home for you guys. I hope that you learned something from this um, this girl's example. This is not to demean her, whatever, because we all like need to um, learn lessons sometimes. And unfortunately, if you have a big platform like that, we have to learn it the hard way. But I really hope that this hit home for you guys. I really hope that you learned something from this episode. And I would love to hear what you want to hear next. If you want me to divulge more into content strategy, I definitely can. Um, If you want me to go more into like mindset, I definitely can do that. But just let me know what you want to hear and what your feedback is from this episode because I 
would love, love, love to know it. So just let me know. And uh, yeah, be safe. I love you guys and have a great, great rest of your day.